Good Thursday to you. What a difference a day makes. You saw the uh, largest, according to the Weather Bureau, the largest one-day drop in temperature in state history yesterday. And now we're climbing back up a little bit today. All the snow from yesterday, at least in this area, is gone, which was great. And uh, today we talk about we talk about a lot of different stuff. Uh, there's some things to get to. Bucks uh, in the back-to-back with Charlotte in Charlotte, getting ready to take on the Hornets, then the Bulls, then the West Coast swing. The Brewers fall to the Cubs. Uh, yesterday, painful. Uh, I We did not get too deep into the Badgers yesterday, and we're going to do that today. We're going to do that today. And you've got uh, Preston Smith making room. Uh, the Packers continue to make room, cut some salary, and be able to push some money down the road and get themselves a little bit uh, more space via the salary cap. So uh, you have all that going on as well. Um, so we well, there's, there's a lot to get to. Uh, we got a lot of just stuff today. And coming up here in about 15, 20 minutes, don't go anywhere, uh, Indy, numerous time over, Indy champion. Elio Castroneves uh, was going to be in studio. You know what happens? It, it's, you know, TV has a reach. So he's doing all the TV stuff today. And I kept telling him, I'm like, you know, we reach more people by far than any television station in the city of Milwaukee. So I just wanted to throw that out there. But he's doing TV this morning. So he's not going to be here, but we're going to get him on the phone here in about 15 minutes. So uh, stay tuned for that. So we're going to get into uh, a little bit of racing. Uh, IndyCar is coming back to the Milwaukee Mile in the Wisconsin State Fair Park. And they're going to have a whole festival scene out there. We'll talk a little bit about that uh, as well. So we got all that going on. So, uh, uh, by the way, if you want to get a hold of us, 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. If you want to hit us up, please feel free to go ahead and do so. Uh, our friends over on uh, Twitter uh, or X at Bill underscore Michaels at Bill underscore Michaels. You can also find Grant producing the program at Wisco Grant at Wisco Grant. Uh, you can find the show over on Instagram, the Bill Michaels show. That's the Bill Michaels show on Instagram, the Bill Michaels show over on Facebook. And uh, you can find us uh, easily on YouTube. And we uh, continue to ask you to subscribe there. That's a great way to watch the program on the daily and get reminded that we're on the air. All you got to do is go to youtube.com slash Bill Michaels Show, M-I-C-H-A-E-L-S, Bill Michaels Show. Three words, put them all together. Same thing on Twitch TV, on Kick TV, LinkedIn the same way. If you want to email the program, all you got to do is give us a shout there, thebillmichaels at gmail.com. That's thebillmichaels at gmail.com. The website, simply thebillmichaels.com. You can find us over there as well and listen right online. If you're looking at the desktop, uh, if you want to go to WOZN, The Zone Madison, download it, put it on your mobile device, on your pad, whatever it happens to be, The Zone, Z-O-N-E, Madison. And then you can find us on, after the fact, on Spotify, Apple, iTunes, Google Podcasts as well. There you have it. Uh, you got a leap day today. A leap day today. So today is like a non-existent day, unless, of course, you were born today. And I was looking at a lot of different food outlets that are giving away free food to people that were born today. Krispy Kreme being one of them. So if you were born on this, you only get a birthday once every four years. So if you were born on this day, head to Krispy Kreme. Pull that, uh, pull that license out, and you're grubbing down like you're going to the electric chair later tonight. Probably with a sugar buzz, but you know what I mean. So there you have it. So leap, happy leap day today. Today is the day 
Uh, it was it was weird. I was watching last night. I man, I got a ton of work done. I was sitting in the office, and my desk from the time we got back from uh, Vegas uh, and from Super Bowl, my desk it was uh, you couldn't even see it. It there was so much mail. And I opened uh, an envelope last night that I, I mean, my mail's been sitting on my desk pretty much since the end of December. It's just, you know, really important stuff that I know I'm waiting for. I open up other stuff and, you know, I don't, it can wait. I opened up an envelope for my insurance company. I had a check for $2,700 there. (laughs) I just like, whoa, thank you, God. I mean, I found money. You know, it was great. And then I found another check that already was out of date after 30 days. It was void. So it was for $1.27 for my credit card company. But, but yeah, I, I found money last night in the, the pile of crap that's been sitting around. So now I'm digging through everything to find stuff. So that was a banner day yesterday. It was for my insurance, for health insurance. I have to pay it back out. But, you know, nevertheless, it's nice when you put it in the account. And for a, a brief second, you're like, look at that. I got a little extra money. And then you go, here you go. And you write it out to the... Uh, to the medical carrier that you need to pay off, and you're like, I, I got no money. I'm broke again. <laughs> so, that was my night last night. Grant Bills, how you doing today? I'm good. I didn't find $2,000 in my mailbox last night, so right? I'm not doing as good as you. I did. I checked my mailbox way too infrequently, though. Like, I bills and like my birthday was recently so i had a couple cards i just sent some thank yous like i i need to remember to check my mailbox but i've moved like once a year for the last four or five years so i'm i'm Mm -hmm. a difficult person to reach via mail i'm difficult okay i can see that you are a uh you're a nomad a little bit now this but this is like now where you're at now is this it is this it for a while for you or are you thinking about you know upgrading here soon I think so. It just it just dep- it depends on a lot of things. Yeah. If I can't like move into a into a like a not a forever situation, but if I can't find an apartment in a situation for me and my girlfriend, that's like all right here. Like for the next four or five years, we're gonna set up shop. Right. I'll probably just stay where I am. It's See, fine. you know, if you guys actually like looked in say Johnson Creek, then you're both halfway between. Does she work from home or does she work uh, in, in an office? She works in an office, so she would not be then willing to leave downtown. No, I mean she. Okay, and I, like she likes where she lives. It's not the end of the world, but okay. No, I'm not going to move just to move. Let me put it that way. Right. Like if I can't okay. really improve my living situation, I'm just going to hang out because moving sucks. Okay, it's the worst. We got to figure out a way to automatically push all the buttons back in the station and then just put you in the studio here, so that way you're near the Milwaukee area, Ooh. and that way you're with Rachel. And you can still run the show here, and we're in the same room. I'm pretty techy. I figured out a way to do my show remotely, just like using one headset and my cell phone. Like I can just play everything off there. Okay. Um, your your show is a little bit of a, a bigger production than mine sometimes. Okay. Got to figure that out. That's not me calling you high maintenance, by the no, way. That's no, me no. saying that, that you have a very uh, a quality program with more moving parts than my show sometimes has. Okay. Hey, by the way, so today, um, because the last couple of days, we've for those that pay attention to the show, we've just dropped for like three minutes in the middle of the program. We've just dropped. So today we're on a completely different line. So if we drop today, then we got to look at what's going on either with the new equipment that we have or what's going on back there at the flagship. The mighty mothership that is Midwest family. One of the two. We're on a brand new line today. So I had that uh, had that going on yesterday here at the house. They're drilling and pounding and running lines and dropping temporary wires and all kinds of stuff. Because I'm like, I can't I, I can't figure this out. 
So we'll see what happens. The other day you dropped out mid-interview with Steve Zotke, and I'm like, I know nothing about racing. And I'm like, uh-huh. I got to ask him a question here. I got to keep this rolling. <laughs> and I don't even remember what I asked him. I think I was like, Bill, right? might, Bill might have Helio Castroneves in studio. Does he have to clean up his house? Like, what are we dealing yeah. with here? I think that's what I asked yeah. him. Well, that's what sucks. So yesterday, for those that don't know, I mean, uh, we had gotten word that Helio Castroneves is in town, and he's promoting the race of the Milwaukee Mile. and raising awareness and such. Now, uh, IndyCar is coming the first week of June, and they're going to be at Road America. And that's always a spectacular kind of kickoff to summer and kickoff to racing. Uh, the Superbikes are a little bit before that, but it, the, that's the kickoff for, you know, auto racing, so to speak. So, uh, I mean, as far as big-time racing in the state. So, you know, I got note that he was going to come, and he was going to come in studio. And I was like, oh, my God, this is great, you know, to put another, you know, guest in the studio. I mean, we... We made this studio for guests. It's not like, you know, we don't need to use it. I mean, I've had other people here. So I thought, this is awesome. And then I went, oh, crap. i got to clean this place up. I can't have, you know, dignitaries and people and posses and everything walking around and walking in here and going, what the hell is this? You know, it looks like some dude with no pants on broadcasting from his mom's basement. So I cleaned the place up. It, I mean, it's it, it looks nice. You know, it looks like a real, genuine, nice studio uh, all the, all the, you know, trinket stuff is put away. And, you know, I mean, I, there was still some stuff in here from when we reconstructed the studio that's just been laying around and all the stuff on my desk was, is now gone and put away. And, you know, so I'm like, this is great. And then last night about, you start to get this, you got, well, we got a tight schedule coming out of television. And I'm like, here we go. Every time you get somebody that says we're coming in studio, here we go. A- any kind of a big name. If it's somebody that you don't really know, they'll do anything. You know, they'll drop from a plane in my front yard to do this show. But when you got big names, it's no. They got posses, they got people, they got you know entourages. So uh, anyway, long story short is um, you know he's going to give us a call here in about uh, eight minutes. So we will take a break here shortly. But uh, yeah, we'll be talking with Elio Castroneves hopefully here at about ten twenty. But they're like, well, you know, you didn't contact us back. I'm like, no, I did, and I confirmed everything, and I'm a man of my word. So everything's ready to go. Oh well, yeah, you know, and then you get it back and forth. And I know, look, you got to deal with the egos. You got to deal with not that he is, but the people around him are. But nevertheless, so we're going to still talk to him, but it's not going to be in studio like we want. So there we go. I guess now you have a clean house and a clean studio. I got a clean house, uh, which is really kind of sad in the sense that Kristen leaves today on the cruise. So I got nothing to do this weekend other than just, I, I guess I'm just going to bury my nose in the computer. And I got a ton of work to do um, with the motorcycle ride and Fisher House and the foundation and I, all this stuff that I haven't been doing over the last couple of weeks. And really since we left for, for Super Bowl, that's my weekend. And I was supposed to. Uh, I was supposed well, I'm supposed to do a benefit, uh, a bowling benefit on Saturday, but that's only for a few hours. So that's the only thing I have on my docket. But what I'm doing is, is I'm busting ass to get it all done, everything by Saturday. Sunday's supposed to be 65 to 68 degrees, and I'm going out on the motorcycle. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fire the motorcycle up, and I'm going to be out and about riding. I'm just going to go ride. I got nothing else going on. Uh, maybe I'll catch, you know, a ball game or something out on the road, maybe stop some somewhere and have a big glass of water and some lunch. But, um, beyond that, I'm just, that's my goal. So that's my weekend. It's one of those, you're, you're, you're alone that the, you know, the, the girl's out of town, there's nothing going on. You're kind of staring at all the walls. 
So I might walk down to the bar, walk upstairs. You know, maybe I'll steam clean the floor again or something stupid like that and then be done with it. Hey, I did want to address this real quick. Uh, There is a rumor floating around on a lot of social media channels right now that Jordan Love has signed a new contract extension. That They may have talked about the possibility of parameters, but that is not true. He cannot, via the Players uh, Association, he cannot sign a new deal until after May. You cannot do a deal twice in the same calendar year. So he is going to get paid, but for those that are saying that it's a done deal, it's not a done deal. I mean, unless they've agreed to the parameters of it and they're just waiting till after May to sign it, but he cannot technically sign a contract until after May. At least that's the way I understand it. Now, I, when it comes to the contract stuff, I'm not always 100% sure of myself, but for this, I'm, I'm pretty sure I've read it over and over and over and over and over again. As a matter of fact, Brian Gutekinds was asked about it at the Combine, and he said, you know, hey, you know, we're going to cross that bridge when the, the time allows, I think was his kind of comment. And so for those that are asking me about that, oh, my God, what did he sign for? Over $50 million a year? It's like that's – unless that's something that, like, his agent has leaked out to say this is what we're looking for or what we're kind of agreeing to. But I, I don't think that's happening um, because he cannot technically sign until after May via the, uh, the Players Association and the, uh, and, and the Collective Bargaining Agreement. So I wanted to make that clear. All right, let's do this. Uh, We have uh, Helio Castro-Nevis. We're going to talk some racing coming up. And then we'll get into everything else. Because what I want to know, what I want to know, after we talk to Helio at the bottom of the hour, what I want to know is what do the bad – because I have gotten in the last 24 hours, really since the Badgers lost the other day to Indiana, it's been inundated. Emails, comments, you know, regarding guard, regarding the program. So my question is, from here on out, what needs to happen for you to go, okay, they, they're, they're okay, or guard's job is safe? What, what, what do you feel has to happen for that, that feeling to come over you if you were in the uh, it, it's time to go, it's time to change things up at, uh, in Madison? Uh, and, again, I'm not calling for anybody's job, but there's a lot of people out there screaming really loud right now about this. So we want to get into that coming up after the bottom of the hour. So put that uh, in the back of your in the back of your mind and we'll get to it coming up here in just a little bit. Okay? Uh this portion of the program brought to you by friends at the nice ash.com. The nice ash cigar bar downtown Waukesha, three twenty three West Main Street. And terrific place. They're gonna have music starting tonight, Thursday, Friday and Saturday all the time. They've got terrific bourbons and terrific whiskey. They have a whiskey club, as a matter of fact, a bourbon club. So a huge walk-in humidor, like I said, entertainment, go down, whether it's sitting at the bar, sitting in the, those big plush leather chairs, watching some games, just a great place to go, relax, watch the world pass you by out, of front, out in front of the big windows. And then Thursday, Friday, Saturday, you get entertainment along with it. And if you're not a cigar smoker, that's okay. Still a great place to go and hang out. And they have hookahs as well, 13 different flavors of hookahs. 323 West Main Street, downtown Waukesha. That's the nice ash. Ready? This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Great to get him on. Great to talk to him again. It's been a while. And uh, Helio Castroneves, four times 
Indy 500 champion, and he's very familiar with the Milwaukee Mile racing, coming back to the Milwaukee Mile over the Labor Day weekend. Helio, how you doing? Hey, Bill, uh, you're absolutely right. Very familiar. I've been in this place. I've been coming to this place for a long, long time, and I'm so only Milwaukee to take me out of a beautiful South Florida with 75 degrees and coming here on the 20 degrees, my friend. I mean, only, only Milwaukee to make that happen. <laughs> you know, uh, it, it's great to talk to you again. I got to ask you, the, the mile is a place that's different, only for the fact that one, I, what I remember from IndyCar coming here is the tremendous amount of uh, force that you guys have to use physically to keep the cars on the track because there really isn't much of a grade in this track. That's what makes this track so exciting, right? Yeah, you're absolutely right. The banking is not very steep, so what happened is it becoming so difficult but uh, to find different grooves. But when you do it, oh, man, you start dominating out there. But I tell you what, when you, things go bad, too, you want to you wanna pick your bag and go home because it's, like a, it's very, very challenging. So this is why I enjoy it. It's a really cool place. I had one of the best in the business, which was Rick Mears, you know, telling me a lot of the new secrets of this place. And uh, uh, without him, I wouldn't be able to, uh, to achieve what I achieved. So I'm really, really happy that not only Hy-Vee, which is the main sponsor, uh, bringing back the, the race here in Milwaukee, but the city of Milwaukee as well be able to support and, and I tell you, the biggest winner is going to be the, the community. You know, the fans, they're going to enjoy it. They're going to have a great time. And uh, hopefully the weather is going to be much better than what it is right now. Uh, yeah, well, let's hope so. For gosh sakes, let's hope so. <laughs> uh, I, I wanted to ask you, because what does it mean, now, as, as a guy that's been there, done that, and really the veteran of the veterans on this, uh, the IndyCar circuit, what does it mean to come back to the Milwaukee Mile after all these years? Well, you're talking about tradition, right? The IndyCar and Milwaukee, they're basically DNA uh, together. So it's just like Indianapolis 500. Uh, uh, they are the two oldest uh, circuit in, in, in this planet, you know, uh, which is great to, to have that type of uh, heritage. People, I'm just, I just came out from another, uh, you know, place. People are talking about my dad used to bring me over here. So well, what kind of place do you hear that? Not many. So that's why it's so cool and it's so great. And that's why it's so special. So it's great to, that everybody's seeing that and, and bring it back because it will be not only one race, it will be two races, Saturday and Sunday, which you, makes even special. So if you cannot make it one, one day, there is no excuse to not make the other one. Well, you, you bring up a good point because you go from – it used to be you go from the Indy 500 to here. That's True. the way it used to work True. out. Now you get it at Labor Day. But with all the road courses now, super speedways and such – and then you come into a mile. I mean, how much of an overhaul do you have to make mentally and to the car to be able to compete from going to, say, Indy or Texas or Phoenix or any of these other places or a road course like the, like the Road America to the mile? Yeah, the good news about the, the conversion of the cars and the transition of the speed, you know, the, the drivers are real well professional. The teams are incredible, uh, uh, reliable on those, on those aspects. Now, when I was talking about two races, one is going to be late in the day and the other one is going to be the early in the morning. So what happened is it's, it's going to be changing because our cars are very, very much in, in, uh, sensitive to those type of weather. And that's what I think is going to be uh, interesting to see. A lot of good cars, maybe one race doing well and not so well in the other one because it just changed the, uh, it just changed the weather. And the one thing I want fans to know about racing is when when you would go to Road America, 
The one circuit that really had the pits open for everybody is IndyCar. You guys are friendly. You guys meet and greet. You guys do signings. I mean, you the fans actually get a chance to walk. Now, I don't know what it's going to be like at the mile, but you guys have been the more – oh because we know the popularity of what's happened with Formula One. We know NASCAR has been there. But IndyCar has really risen in popularity over the last couple of years, specifically higher. And it's, I think it's due in part because you guys are so unbelievably open and friendly and accessible, right? Look, we, uh, we're a big family, you know, uh, competition, really well, uh, uh, professional drivers and teams and able to give a little extra to the fans is always, I think it's always part of it. And, uh, and because of Milwaukee's, uh, miles, not such a big place, you'll be even more cozy. So everybody will have a chance to take a picture of your car, favorite driver, uh, favorite car and, uh, and still enjoy the state fair. You know, it's, it's a great place. Uh, to be to be having a good time, and uh, the plus of the racing is just going to make even better. Helio, it's always great to talk to you. I know you got to run, but I wanted to say thanks. Uh, if you remember this, we were at Road America. You and I uh, met for like the tenth time, I think. And I had my fian- now fiance with me, and you actually called her dad and wished him a happy Father's Day. Do you remember that? Oh my God! Look at that! I do remember yeah. that actually. Wow, that is incredible. Yeah. Well, see, we're still in the business, man. That's what I like the- it. Well, we're still above the dirt. We're still still doing well. You keep doing well, and we'll see you when you come back in in uh, a little bit later in June, and then again at Labor Day weekend. Okay. Well, I hope to see you again. All right, buddy. Talk to you later. There you go. Helio Castroneves, four-time Indy 500 champion. He uh, has raced at the mile numerous times. He's won at the mile. I mean, just uh, you can go through the laundry list of accolades to his career. And he is here right now kind of helping promote racing back at the Milwaukee Mile as uh, the Wisconsin State Fair Park kind of goes, blows all the dust off of the mile. The mile, they've had the ARCA race. Uh, They've got uh, the Craftsman Truck Series coming there and now the IndyCar Series coming there. They've really made a concerted effort to actually use that track and not let it just sit and rot and and have really nothing there involved with it. And um, it's good to have racing back. And I'll be honest, I think the I, – no, I, I can't say I think. I believe that the market will support both races huge uh, because they're two vastly different races. There's a lot of tradition tied to both races for different reasons. But I think uh, it's it's great. It's great to have uh, that amount of racing here in the state of Wisconsin. And then you're going to get, you know, the Dell Speedway is going to be firing up lacrosse and Slinger and all the speedways throughout the state of Wisconsin are going to get going. It's, uh, it's just it's, it's a good time of year as we start to look ahead to the summer of 2024. So thanks to Helio Castroneves for joining us for a couple of minutes. Uh, if you want to get involved now, 877 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. Sixteen seventy eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. Hit us up uh, because we want to talk some basketball when we come back. We want to talk about the Badger program a little bit and get your thoughts. Speaking of racing, uh, Great Lakes Dragaway down in Union Grove, Wisconsin. I was just with Roy yesterday. He's building a, a beautiful uh, indoor soccer, baseball, uh, lacrosse facility uh, near uh, just north of Milwaukee because there isn't one and they're landlocked. So he actually had the property. So. He's actually building one for the youth involvement in that area, which is great. And uh, Great Lakes Dragaway, they have, uh, you know, started really kind of upgrading and developing the infrastructure there as well. They've been adding things on. So there's a lot of si- exciting things going on in their world. Great Lakes Dragaway, Union Grove, Wisconsin, the oldest continuously operating quarter-mile drag strip in the world. They just repaved it last year as well. 
so the times are even faster. Season passes are on sale right now, 262 302 262-302-2138, 262-302-2138, Great and they bring you Helio Castroneves. Stay tuned. we got more coming up. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Welcome back, Bill Michaels Show. We continue on. Great to get Elio Castro Neves on. Appreciate him participating in the program. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Dwayne's, D-U-A-N-E-S, Dwayne's Cover It All.com. That is Dwayne's Cover It All.com. And if you want to get a hold of Dwayne, whether it's for a, a boat cover, a bimini top, some upholstery that needs to be redone, maybe uh, you have some office furniture that he could redo. Rather than buying all new for everybody, it's a cost-effective measure that many companies have taken advantage of. Send the stuff off to Dwayne. He can redo it, send it all back to you. Uh, that's another great way, uh, like I said, to save a little bit of money if you're a business owner, whether it's large or small. Uh, furniture in your home, even gym equipment he can do. Uh, that is Dwayne's, D-U-A-N-E-S, Dwayne's Cover It All.com. That's Dwayne's Cover It All. Dot com, or just call him, 715-870-2119, 715 715- 870-2119. Again, 715-870-2119. That's Dwayne's Cover It All.com. Um, how loud have the screams been for Greg Gard in your mind, Grant? Uh, I don't think many people have changed their stance on Greg Gard, whether they like him or don't. I think the fire guard crowd has always kind of had their thing going on for the last few years. But I, I, I think... Over the last week or so, especially, there's a lot of people like me who really like Greg Gard, but we're looking around thinking, well, this is a lot of this falls at his feet, right? right? Collapsing halfway through the season, not really being able to pull yourself out of this funk, getting out executed in close games down the stretch in conference play. Like, I'm not saying he should be fired. I'm I'm saying, though, he deserves a lot of flack for this and what's happened in the month of February, especially. Yeah, it is. um it's disconcerting. I, I agree. I think, and I said this before, that you've got, you know, obviously Illinois and Purdue still on the docket. Uh, you, you know, you should win at least one out of those three, two out of those three, if you, uh, you know, play well enough. And then you got to win in the, the, the postseason tournament. And you, you, you know, both the Big Ten and the NCAA tournament. I don't think they're playing their way out of the tournament. Uh, then again, if the losing streak continues and they lose the next three uh, as the season winds down and then they get beat in the Big Ten, can you see a circumstance in which they're out of the tournament altogether? No. No. I'm, I'm would, pretty sure. Yeah. I'm no bracketologist, but I'm, I'm, I would say 99% sure. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if you would go two and two and a – let's see here. Two and say uh, two and nine – and your last 11 games in the regular season and then lose your first game in the Big Ten tournament, I, you might make a case that they may not belong there. That the committee would then say, hey, if there's a bubble team that's floating around out there, we'll pick them if they're hot over Wisconsin. I can't imagine it, but 
they they need to do something. Now, again, we're talking about the tournament. The overall picture of the basketball program uh, is what we're talking about today because I, I know this season started off hot. Great job. Everybody was given credit, rightfully so. Rightfully so. And now you look at it and you go, you know what? Two and six in the last eight games and two wins in the month of February, that's that's not cutting it. You know, after starting off so fast, why can't you put the train back on the tracks? We're going to talk with Zach Heilprin about this coming up uh, at the bottom of the next hour. But I want to get people's thoughts on this, on this, when it comes to the, the direction of the Wisconsin Badger men's basketball program. 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. I want to hear from you. Uh, Jeremy writes, uh, I've, given, uh, guard, I've given guard enough time. He hasn't been able to prove himself any better than Bo Ryan or even to Bo Ryan's status. Bo Ryan had a way about him of being able to coach guys to get better. Guard takes guys and seemingly makes them worse every season. I don't know what the problem is. I don't know what his style is. I don't know what he's like behind closed doors. But the results are not what we expect it to be as far as Wisconsin, uh, as far as Wisconsin Badger basketball goes, I would assume. Uh, he said, I think it's time for Greg Guard to go. I like Greg Guard. I've met Greg Guard as a season ticket holder. I think he's a good guy. I just don't think he's the right fit anymore for Wisconsin. Uh, that's from Jeremy. Jeremy, appreciate the email. Um, got one over on the live stream. and said, uh, Mark just simply says, guard's been long enough, and what has he done? I, the achievements? You know, when he took over the program from, from Bo, I mean, the program was kind of sliding a little bit after that run that they had, and guard did a magnificent job of putting the train back on the tracks for the second half of that season. So it's not like he's never had a good second half of the season, what people are kind of pointing out. Uh, Gordy says, new blood, Mr. Bennett. No. Why? Because he's got the name Bennett? No. No, Virginia, don't forget, Virginia, first team ever as a number one overall seed to get beat in the tournament. He has not been able to advance in the tournament either. No, I'm not going in that direction. Not happening. Not happening. It's let go. Let go. Uh, Jason says, time for guard to go. A great show, but would be nice to talk less about to the Badgers and more about the fifth-ranked Golden Eagles. We've talked about the Golden Eagles numerous times. Um, maybe this is your only chance in listening, but we've talked about the Golden Eagles numerous times. Matter of fact, uh, last year we had Shaka Smart on. Haven't had Greg Guard on. Tried, but haven't had him on. Uh, this is from the Drink Caddy. He says, if they let, let guard go at the end of the year, who would hire? Who would you hire to replace him? That's where Chris McIntosh has to go into a deep dive search. You got to go in. You got to go into the deep dive search and find the next. Um, it's a big time job in a big time conference. The amount of suitors for that job. I can imagine would be more than 20 long of people that would desire the job. I don't, I don't know where I'd go. Uh, and I've said this before, sometimes change for the sake of change can be good, but I, I don't know. I don't know. I follow Badger basketball. I, I would follow Marquette. Marquette getting a big win over Providence last night. By the way, they just blew out Providence. So if you want me to talk about that, I don't know what you want me to talk about. The, the Marquette Golden Eagles, hell of a team. Shaka Smart's done incred incredible things. They have got a, a terrific run going on right now. They still have Georgetown. They still have UConn uh, again. 
So we'll see where they end up by the time those those games are done and then getting into the Big East tournament. But they have it's a fantastic season, fantastic season. And all bracketology has them in the top two or three seeds in the tournament. Um, but they've had an incredible season. They just absolutely whooped Providence's ass last night, big time down at the Pfizer Forum. So there you go. But, you know, uh, and Judge Mel's burner account says a, a good point. He said McIntosh found Mike Hastings with the men's hockey team, and they're playing for a conference championship this weekend. He said, so you can do it. Again, if you have the right people, a good sense for personality and how it can mesh with the new age, if you will, of NIL and such. Uh, By the way, speaking of NIL, did you see that Caleb Williams has already made over $12 million in the NIL? Did you see that, Grant? It's not surprising. In that story came out yesterday. The Los Angeles market and with yeah. that brand. It's not surprising. Well, he's he's on the Wendy's commercial, and he was on the Nissan commercial uh, as well for the Heisman House, trying to get into the Heisman House, uh, so to speak. They've been kind of ran that spoof for a little while. Uh, so he was on the – I believe it's Nissan that does it. Nissan or Toyota, one of the two. The Heisman House, the Wendy's commercials, plus local endorsements out there in L.A., He's already made well over $12 million in his career via the NIL. So just as he uh, was, I guess, disclosing yesterday uh, at the uh, combine when he arrived. He doesn't have an agent, by the way. Kaylin Kaler, who was on the show last week, like she just put out a big story at The Athletic. I think teams are, there's some uncertainty with what Caleb Williams wants and what his whole vibe is. Like, I I think he's kind of been a difficult nut to crack for a lot of these organizations, just based on what I read. Uh, isn't it his, his dad has been advising him? Yeah. Mom and dad. It sounds like, yeah, mom and dad have been kind of advising him and that's never good. Um, I get it. You want to keep it in the family. You, why pay somebody 4% up to 6% of your, what it your take to do something when you can keep it in the family, but you really need agents and attorneys and, and the people that are in the know, when you talk about writing a contract, you know, now your rookie contract, that's easy. It is what it is. You know, you can, you can only do so much via the rookie contract, but yep. Yep. It's uh, he's going to eventually have to get an agent that can really give him the advisement of what he needs. So, but as far as the guard who would replace him, I don't know at this point. I don't know. We, I'll tell you this until the end, we didn't see Luke fickle coming. Didn't, didn't see that. It was always the assumption that it was going to be Jim Leonard's job, and then everything started to go south, and then all of a sudden, next thing you know, boom. Word is Luke Fickle, and within 48 hours, that deal was done. So I don't know. And you give credit to Chris McIntosh. He's kind of swimming below the surface, you know, just like a, a duck. He's looking really calm, cool, and collected on top, and below the surface, you know he's working it. But, it, you know, what would it take – for if you're a a hardcore anti Greg Guard guy, what would it take for him, for you to look at him and go, you know what, he deserves another year, or a contract extension or whatever? What would it take? Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. Give us a shout. Got a really nice email from Bill. Bill said, uh, "Hey unit, went down to the Marquette game last night." Took your advice, stopped over to the Calderon Club. Oh, my God, you weren't kidding. The chicken marsala is out of this world. And we had the cheesecake recommended by Alex, the waiter, who says he knows you. 
It was spectacular. Best cheesecake I've ever had. Thanks for the heads up. Calderon Club, number one in my book. Thanks so much for the email, Bill. I appreciate it. Really do. Calderon Club, Old World 3rd Street, downtown Milwaukee, San Giorgio, the authentic, authentic and certified San Giorgio, Pizzeria Napolitana. And there's only a, you know, a handful of them really in the Midwest. And they're one of them. We got one of them right here in our own backyard. That's San Giorgio Pizzeria Napolitana and Calderon Club, two Italian, great Italian places right next to each other on Old World 3rd Street, downtown Milwaukee, across from the Hyatt. Stop in, tell Gino and the gang we said, hey, more than Bill Michael. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Chicken, 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 chicken. <laughs> Not calling you a chicken. I'm saying they got it, and it's great. You know what I love about going to Quick Trip sometimes is when you walk through the door and you go, and you take that big sniff, and it just smells like like terrific fried chicken. It just does. You know, everybody at, uh, that stops in there smells it. And fresh products, amazing customer service. They've got it all. But they really do. I mean, I have had Popeyes, I have had churches, I have had KFC, I've had Famous Recipe, and I I, I love them. But Quick Trip, man, that, that that fried chicken they mastered that. I don't know how they did it, but they they grabbed it big time. And if you haven't tried Quick Trip chicken yet, you need to you need to get in there. You really do. Whether it's a, a full fried chicken. Uh, or the tenders, or the bone-in, or whatever it happens to be, or wings, they've got everything. They even they can even bar or uh, they got barbecue and uh, and and buffalo as well. I mean, there's just big giant jumbo tenders. It, this stuff is so good, so good. How about this though? How about fried chicken for life? That would not be bad. You could do that. Chicken for life sweepstakes. Going on right now, uh, you got to check out all the details. Quicktrip.com slash fried chicken for life. Fried chicken for life. Uh, if I won that, I would just live right. I'd probably take an RV and just camp at Quick Trip. That's where I'd go. It, that stuff is that good. So big time. Eight piece chicken tenders right now or bone in fried chicken. Uh, eight or $9.99 on sale right now. Plus the two piece bone in fried chicken, $2.99 uh, from now all the way through April 8th. April 8th. So a lot of good stuff going on over at Quick Trip. And I I always stop in. I either grab a little sandwich or the tenders and uh, big Arizona sweet tea. And, man, that is, that's a that's a good day at the office. I don't care who you are right there. That's great stuff. That's from our friends over there at Quick Trip. All right, I want to get your thoughts on Greg Gard. And the, 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 the cries, the screams right now for the way the team is playing and such are extremely loud. Time to make a change. If this team falters in the postseason again, time to make a change. If, let's say, and I said this was my expectation when they were number six in the country, you gotta, you gotta get to the round of 16. You gotta make it to a sweet 16. That's the expectation. My expectation hasn't changed. I know some people say there's no way, but that's the expectation because that's the way you play. Now, on one hand, you can say, well, maybe they just way overplayed themselves in the first half of the season. Fair enough. But that's the way they played. They played extremely well. 
And what I've noticed is it's not for a lack of hustle. And I said this yesterday. It's not a lack of hustle. It's it's like running in quicksand. You're just trying too hard. This this You can tell. You can look at their shooting. And it's just, it's like everything is riding on every shot. And sometimes you get caught in that and you got to figure a way to get out of it. And is that a coach's job? Yeah, it is. But uh, Wisconsin Sports on the Go says it's interesting to see how much the Badgers' defense has regressed over the years, allowing a lot of bad teams to put up big numbers on them. Seems like uh, the team is trying a different playing styles and haven't really been able to find one that benefits them. Um, he also says it used to be slow with set plays. Now it seems like we can't even set anything up on offense. Confidence is huge, is huge with this team. It seems like Nebraska broke their spirit. 100% agree. 100% agree. Uh, Brandon says, for me to keep uh, Greg Gard, it's either a championship or at least a, an appearance in the Final Four. If they get to the Sweet 16, that's where our expectation, or at least my expectation was, when they were number six in the country. So if they get there, regardless of their seed, isn't then that a reaffirmation of what we were thinking a few months ago? If they made it to a Sweet 16, Grant, does that bandage up some of what we saw in the month of February? Yeah, uh, because if they make the Sweet 16 – depending on how it looks and depending on how the next couple of weeks go, that would show me and that would prove to me that Greg Gard can pull his team out of a funk. Right now, they've, they've been in a funk for a little over a month, and I, I haven't seen any evidence that he can pull his team out of it. So if they're able to go on a nice little run, get some momentum, and make the Sweet 16, then that would show me, oh, Greg Gard can do... It took him right. a while, and they were really in a funk there for a while, but he is capable of pulling his team out, which would right. be a really nice feather in the cap of Greg Gard. Totally. Uh, Skinny from Madison says the Badgers have only recruited four McDonald All-Americans since the 90s, Chucky Hepburn being the latest, which may have saved his job. And if Guard can recruit another one, I'd be shocked to answer the question to keep Guard, I or we will need another All-American uh, coming in next year and make it to at least the third round of the tournament. If they don't make it or they're first out, then he's got to go. That's Skinny from Madison. Uh, pellet man says, I think he's playing way too many guys. He needs to tighten up the rotation. Blackwell needs more minutes. Um, I, this is uh, from Christopher who says in no way the round of 32, they're going to be bounced if they don't lose week one. I think you mean round one, but I understand what you're saying. Um, and then, uh, this one's from Arthur. Arthur says his longtime Badger season ticket holder. Uh, I have been disgusted with the style of play. It seems at times like guard is lost and cannot communicate what he's seeing in his head to the guys actually on the floor. It seems like they're always figuring out where they need to be, when they need to be there, rather than looking crisp and clean. Too many turnovers, too many bad looks, guys trying too hard. It seems like this team is just not in sync. Appreciate the email. 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. So we've had one email that says, hey, I met him, he's a good guy. But if he can't turn it around, then he needs to go. Everybody else has basically said, time to go. Time to go. I don't think talent's the issue for somebody that mentioned the All-American. Like, he's put together some awesome classes. He got A.J. Storm the transfer. Daniel Freetag's coming in. He's right. a four-star from Minnesota. I, and I really like this roster that they have this year. The problem is, when I watch him, it's, they step all over themselves in close games. I don't always love their late-game strategy. I, I don't think it's the talent. It's about the implement, implementation of that talent and actually winning some of these Big Ten games over the last month. Right. 
Yeah, the uh, there's a couple of games that got away from them that had they won those, we might think differently. You know, that Indiana game specifically, uh, as mo- most you know recently watching. So uh, I want to pick up where this leaves off, and we also got Zach Heilprin coming up at the bottom of the hour. So don't go anywhere. We're going to get his thoughts on all of this as well because the screams are now loud. They are now loud, and uh, you can't just sit back and ignore them anymore. Let's do this. We're going to step away. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back. we got a lot more of the Bill Michaels Show. Stay right where you're at. We'll be back right after this.